0: Welcome back to our Let's Wrap podcast ministry. It is my hopes today that we will conclude this powerful series, but if not, we are more than willing to glean from whatever the Lord wants to speak to us in this season. On our last episode, we were speaking about the Apostle Paul, and the Apostle Paul made it very clear that he would not be a fool by bragging on himself. But if in fact he was to brag about anything, it would most certainly be about his infirmities. Not about all of his accomplishments or his accolades, but the Apostle Paul made it very clear that if he was to brag, it would be about the three times he was shipwrecked. It would be about the times he was in pearls of water, in immediate danger. It would not be about the miracles he performed, but about in danger of his own countrymen, Once again, he made it very clear that he was not one to brag, but if he did, it would be about his being weary. It would be about the sleepless nights that he endured, the times he was hungry, the times he was thirsty, cold and naked. The apostle Paul said, I'm going to boast in the infirmity of the things concerning my weakness. I'm going to boast in the things concerning my struggles and not of myself. We talked about infirmity, meaning the condition of being feeble, lack of strength, especially as a result of age or illness. We talked about infirmity, meaning frailness or weakness, infirmity, meaning disease, physical or mental. We talked about a lot of us are suffering physically and mentally because we insist on doing things our way. Another definition for infirmity also meant personal failure. We know that for many years, we've been struggling in silence with the same issues again and again. Why? Because we are too afraid to share with anyone the things that we are going through for fear of being talked about and judged. But I'm reminded of a scripture that tells me not to fear man that can only destroy the body, but we better fear God who can destroy both body and soul. I want you to know today That no matter what you are going through, it is so that God might get the glory out of your life. I am Elder Shanina Walker, and today on Let's Wrap, we will be continuing with part two of There's a Purpose for Your Pain. Our key scripture, once again, is coming from 2 Corinthians, the 12th chapter, and we're going to begin at the 6th verse. The apostle Paul is speaking six verse. But if I wanted to brag about myself, I would not be a fool because I would be telling the truth, but I would not brag about myself. I do not want people to think more of me than what they see me do or hear me say so that I would not become too proud of the wonderful things that were shown to me. A painful physical problem was given to me. This problem was a messenger of Satan sent to beat me and keep me from being too proud i begged the lord three times to take this problem away from me but he said unto me my grace is enough for you when you are weak my power is made perfect in you so i am happy to brag about my weakness then christ's power can live in me for this reason i am happy when in weakness in insult in hard times in suffering and all kinds of trouble for Christ, because when I am weak, then I am truly strong. Come on guys, you know what time it is. Let's wrap. Throughout our last episode, I asked the question, what's the matter with us, the 20th century church, if the apostle Paul, one of the greatest men of God, can say I'm going to boast in my infirmity. What's wrong with us? Why is it that we've been accustomed or conditioned to feel like that we can't share with others our struggles or our weaknesses, the things that we go through? Remember I said we're quick to boast about all of our accomplishments, all of our accolades, but what about the things that don't look so good on our spiritual resume? Throughout the Bible, there's a whole lot of men and women of God who have spiritual resumes that don't look so good. What about Rahab? She was a harlot. What about David? We know he committed adultery with Bathsheba, but not only that, we know he tried to cover it up by killing her husband Uriah, classifying him as a murderer. What about Noah? We know Noah as a drunk. There's a lot of men and women throughout the Bible who has reputations that were not so spotless. We know there were men and women throughout the Bible who had some negativity on their spiritual resume, but that didn't stop God from sharing their story in his word. Neither did it stop God from using them for his glory and his honor. I'm here to tell you church, there's a purpose for your pain. His power is made perfect in our weakness and we have to allow his power, his strength to be perfected in us. When we concluded on part one of there's a purpose for your pain, I asked the question, how does God manifest his power or perfection in us? And God began to answer. He said the same way he did in the apostle Paul in verse seven, the apostle Paul said there was given to me a thorn in the flesh. Many of us are walking around today with thorns in our flesh, and we're doing everything we can to pull it out. As I stated before, some of us receive thorns by accident. Some of us receive thorns because we've been drawn away by our own lust, whether it was by our own lust or by accident. It doesn't make the pain no less painful, but one thing for sure, as I stated in the last episode, we're going to need the power of God, God's strength to get us through the situation that we're going through. As we look at this study, the apostle Paul was going through a different experience. His experience was not by accident. As a matter of fact, it was an orchestrated experience. The apostle Paul says in the seventh verse, there was given to me. In other words, this thing was a gift It wasn't by accident that I received it, but it was given to me on purpose. At any time throughout your life, have you been given a gift or something that you didn't ask for? And now that you have it, you're not sure what you're going to do with it. The apostle Paul was given a thorn. Now I found out that a thorn symbolized pain, weakness, sin, hardship, or sorrow, a painful experience or event. Anyone received any thorns in their life lately? this thorn was so painful it became an infirmity in other words it caused the apostle paul to acknowledge just how feeble and frail he was many times the Lord allows us to receive thorns in our life. Why? So that we might acknowledge our need for him so that we might know just how frail and weak we are as humans, that we are dust and he is almighty and we are desperately in need of the strength and the power of God in every situation that we go through. The apostle Paul said that this thing was not only causing him physical pain, but it was causing him mental pain. The apostle Paul went on to say in one Bible, translation, a painful problem was given to me. When we read the text, one might immediately assume that this was all Satan's doing that his messenger, which was a demon acted alone. You know how we do the first sign of any trouble immediately we begin blaming the devil. But I wonder how many of us take the time to examine what part we may have played in the situation. Maybe you didn't cause it, but you knew that the thorn was there all along and you didn't do anything about it. As a matter of fact, You ignored it and made the situation worse. Why do I say you made it worse? Because you never prayed about it. You never acknowledged God to find out whether it was of God. And if for the reason you were going through is because he wanted to perfect his strength and his power in you. What did you do? You just started blaming your misfortune on the devil, not comprehending that this thing was orchestrated by God and not Satan alone. As I continued meditating on the text, it wasn't long before I realized There is no way in the world Satan could have orchestrated this alone. The last thing in the world he wants is for God's power to be made perfect in our lives, especially during our times of weakness. What do I mean when I say perfect? I mean complete, not wanting or liking anything. There is no way he wants God's power to be complete in us where we're at a point in our life where we're not wanting or liking anything but we are operating in the fullness, the power and the authority of God. Now we know that God reminds us in Colossians two and 10, you are complete in him who is head of all principalities and powers. That lets us know right there that God is in control of all things. You can best believe if he allows you to go through anything, it's for his glory. As I continue reading the text, it was clear what Satan's role was and his messenger. Yeah, they played a role. The apostle Paul says, there was given to me a thorn in the flesh, the messenger of Satan. In other words, a demon came to buffet me. As we begin to look at what the word buffet me, it means to strike with continuous action, pain, affliction. Anybody knows what that feels like to be buffeted, harassed by Satan. By the time you get over one thing, here comes another thing continual conflict, continual sickness, continual affliction, continual financial problems. Every time you turn around, there's one thing or another thing, continual pain, continual disappointment, one strike after another strike. Well, first Peter 4, 12 and 13 tells us, beloved, think it not strange concerning these fiery trials, which is to try you as though some strange thing has happened, but rejoice in as much as you are partakers of Christ's suffering, that when his glory shall be revealed, ye may be glad also with exceedingly joy. What is he saying? He's saying, beloved, why are you so upset? Why are you acting like some strange thing has happened to you when fiery trials begin to come? Don't you know it's just trying you? Don't you know the enemy is just trying to buffet you? Don't think it's strange, but rejoice in as much as are partakers in Christ's suffering if we suffer with him we'll reign with him it says when his glory shall be revealed that we may be glad with exceedingly joy i'm telling you today church there's a purpose for your pain and that is so that his glory may be revealed in you. And when his glory is revealed in you you're going to be glad with exceedingly joy. You're going to be glad you went through the pain. You're going to be glad you went through the heartache. You're going to be glad you went through the divorce. You're going to be glad you went through the downfall. You're going to be glad you were persecuted, you're going to be glad they lied on you and talked about you. You're going to be glad they criticize your name. You're going to be glad with exceedingly joy. Why? Because his glory is going to be revealed in you his Glory and his power is going to rest upon you in the midst of your weakness. His power is made strong. There's a purpose for your pain. We know that by the life of Job and so many others, God wants nothing more than reveal his glory through our suffering. But the only way that we can reveal his glory is we have to become partakers in Christ's suffering. So every now and then God sends a recommendation letter on your behalf to our adversary. That's right. He sends a recommendation letter on your behalf to Satan. That reads, Have you considered my servant Shanina? Have you considered my servant Jackie? Have you considered my servant Felicia? Have you considered my servant Faith? Have you considered my servant Mary? Have you considered my servant Joyce? Have you considered my servant Michael? Have you considered my servant John? Have you considered my servant Angie? Have you considered my servant Mary? And true to form, True to form, Satan sends out one of his messengers with a thorn, one who knows all about your weaknesses, one who knows all about your temptations, one who knows how to discourage you, one who knows how to cause you to start operating in fear, doubt, and unbelief in hopes that you might be drawn away by your own lust and your own desires to get ahead of God and start doing things on your own. His purpose is try to get us to operate outside of the will of God. Satan knows exactly what he's doing and he knows exactly what it takes to get you to turn back on God and start doing things on your own. Now, when I begin to look at the messenger Bible, the messenger Bible reads like this. It says Satan demons did his best to get me down. In other words, what the apostle Paul was saying is he hit me with his best shot when he gave me the storm in my flesh. He pulled out his big guns. He did whatever he could to make me suffer. I can hear the Apostle Paul now saying, as suffering I did. Is it just one person out there who's listening to me today that can relate to the Apostle Paul, who knows what he's talking about when he say he feel like Satan pulled out the big guns? How he's doing all he can to make you suffer. I want you to know that you're not going to get through this alone. It's not by might, not by power, but it's by his spirit, says the Lord of hosts. It's going to take the spirit of the Lord to get you through this situation. I want you to know today that there's a purpose for your pain. What the enemy fails to realize is that when he's afflicting pain on you in the midst of your suffering, instead of cursing God and dying in the midst of your suffering, instead of turning your back Act on God and walking away from the faith in the midst of your suffering while there's a thorn in your flesh causing you much pain that was meant to push you away from God but what he failed to realize is that what he's doing instead instead of pushing you away from God what he's actually doing is pushing you on your knees towards the face of God is that anybody ever had a thorn embedded so deep in your flesh that the pain was so great there was nothing else he could do but push you on your knees towards the face of God I'm here to talk to you today church that one that's going through that's listening to me right now. That one that's on the brink of giving up. That one that don't know which way to turn. You better stay on your face and begin to seek God like never before. Cry out and cry loud and know that there's a purpose for your pain. That God said he would never leave you nor forsake you. But in the end, you're going to come forth as pure gold. If you allow his, his power to be perfected in the midst of your pain, he's going to show forth his glory in you. But you you can't be afraid to boast in your infirmities. You can't be afraid to boast in your weakness. You can't be afraid to let the enemy know that though he slay me, yet shall I trust him. You can't be afraid to let people know that you're in the midst of a battle. Don't wait until the battle is over to shout, but shout now. Don't wait till you come out of a battle to let somebody know that you've been in a battle. I stopped by to tell you today, church, that lift up your heads, ye gates be ye lifted up. Ye everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord, strong and mighty. He is the King of glory. He is your healer. He is your deliverer. He is your waymaker. He is the King of kings. He is the Lord of lords. He's the everlasting Father. He's the great I am. He is the Prince of peace. He is the lily of the valley. He's the bright and morning star. He is more than enough. There is a purpose for your pain there's a purpose for your pain church if you don't hear anything else i said today i'm here to tell you there's a purpose for your pain allow his power allow his strength to be made perfect in the midst of your pain there's a purpose for your pain i just want to give you three more points Three more things that the Holy Spirit gave me. And we're not going to be able to conclude this in in this setting. So I'm going to have to come back with a part three for our conclusion. But the Holy Spirit began to show me three choices we're faced with in the midst of dealing with our thorns. So there's three things I want you to want to leave you with. Three things I want you to think about. He began to say to me, he said, we will either allow our thorn to push us to our knees towards the face of God to a place of total surrender and dependency on the strength and power of God. Or number two, we will focus on the pain and wallow in self pity and allow it to become a crutch or an excuse for why we act a certain way or why we can't do what God has called us to do. Number three, he said many of you will make the choice to walk around limping with a thorn in your flesh, as if you're not hurting, all while trying to figure out with your own might and your own power how to get it out before anybody else finds out what you're dealing with. God said, what I want you, Shanina, and what I want my people to do is to be like the Apostle Paul and come to the realization that there's a purpose for your pain let's pray father god in the name of jesus lord we do thank you for this powerful teaching god we thank you for your holy spirit ministering to us even now god the places that we are in our life you see every situation you see every every circumstance you see our weaknesses you see our insecurities you see our infirmities you see our persecution god you see what we're going through father God, you do see us, God, you do hear us, God, you know us and you called us by name. So Father, we pray today for everyone on the sound of my voice, that you will move by your spirit right now, that you will touch God, that you will strengthen us. Let us know God, that it's not by our might, not by our power, but it's going to be by your spirit that we're going to come through this situation. It's by your spirit, God, that your power, your strength is going to be perfected in the midst of our pain. So. God, we ask today, God, that you would help us to embrace, oh God. Embrace the pain that we're feeling, oh God, that you might bring forth your glory through us, God, that we might come forth shining as pure gold. God, that there will be no doubt, oh God, no doubt that your glory shall be revealed in us, oh Father. Lord, we love you. We praise you. We bless you today. Satan, to you are lying. You are defeated foe. You have lost the battle. This thing was not orchestrated by you. You do not have power over this situation. You do not have a authority over this situation. I will trust in the name of the Lord. I will trust in the Lord. I will trust in the Lord, my God, my savior, my redeemer, my healer, my Waymaker, my all in all. God, I thank you. Lord, I praise you. I bless you. Strengthen those, your people, oh God, everywhere who are listening to me, God. Those in faraway countries, those in the U.S., God, leaders, God, those in high position, those lay members, oh God, that one that just want to give up, that one that's about to commit suicide, that one that want to turn their backs on you. God, strengthen your people today. Let them know, God, that this thing is orchestrated by you, God that they, that you might get the glory out of their lives, that there is a purpose for their pain and your power, your strength will be manifested and made perfect in the midst of their pain. Lord, I thank you. I love you. I bless your holy name. It is in Jesus name. I pray. Amen. We want to thank each and every one who continue to tune in and listen to our Let's Rep podcast. We do not take it lightly. We appreciate you. We love you from the bottom of our hearts. We want you to continue to listen, like, comment, but most of all, share, share, share. Those who have not yet joined us on Facebook, please go to Yasha Ministry Walker on Facebook and become a part of our Facebook family. We want you to come back next week for the conclusion of this two part series entitled there's a purpose for your pain he's going to perfect his power in the midst of your pain the only way to allow God's power to be perfected you have to be able to go through you have to be able to sit with the thorn that's in your flesh I am Elder Shanina Walker I love you Elder Michael love you But God will always love you more. Until the next time, have a blessed day.